What's up, RSL Nation? It's your boys, Adele and... Uh, the Baker. Let's keep the volume down. This We're still trying to figure out this whole mic situation, Chief. We have a very sensitive microphone that has more controls than any human being should ever have to be able to control. It's four. It's just four and a volume and a gain. So not really, but for us, it might as well be the dashboard for the NASA launch. It, it looks like the cockpit of a 737 MAX. So, to get real technical, we've settled on the infinity symbol with the gain being just past below half. But we will. Also, we have kind of settled on the distance from the microphone on each side. Key. It's key. Folks, you're watching or listening to the sausage being made here, okay? It's con we're continuously improving. I, I hope you like us for our content and not our sound quality. To be clear, actively working on it every day super actively i watch like a youtube video every day I'm trying to figure out how to improve the sound right, on right. the podcast yeah you should you should definitely like, specify that yeah like hey working well, on yeah so um daylight savings time why not let's get into it i think okay. i was just telling you before we turned the microphone on mm -hmm. <laughs> at least we hope it's on it has never hit me harder before i couldn't get out of bed this morning for the life of me well it's, uh, you're getting old, Chief. You're getting old. I'm just glad the game was before Daylight Savings, because who knows what would have happened to uh, Nick Romando or Kyle Beckerman. Show up an hour late. They're slightly older than me. FYI. So let's get right into the content. Let's. We did a post-match quickie. It was nice. It was good. It, it was good. It was quick. Mm -hmm. Longer yeah. than we wanted, I think. I think it was 20 minutes long, more or less. Yeah, just and under 20. We I, I can't speak for you, but every topic we brought up, I wanted to get into more. Yeah. I was like, I want to keep talking about this. And we kept saying that we're going to save that for our Tuesday episode. And here we are. I mean, we're recording on a Monday, well, but let's they be honest with know the that. people. No, they let them know. We're open. We're open book here. Open book. I anyway, did also post on the page that we're about to record. There it is. <laughs> there it is. He's got them. Anyway. So, yeah, let's get into it. A lot of stuff. So, let's recap the game real quick. 1-0 win mm -hmm. at home mm -hmm. against the Vancouver Whitecaps. User. Side note. I think we missed out on that name. The Whitecaps. The Whitecaps would have made sense in Salt Lake City. Yeah, I prefer Real. I, don't get me wrong. I mean, a lot of people got it tattooed by now, so we're going to stick with Real, but I think it would have made sense. Now, I understand there was a partnership agreement with Real Madrid who's not doing so hot right now by the way just hired Zizou back as a, yep. as, a, as a manager um, but anyways 1-0 um, win at home last week we talked right after the Houston 1-1 draw yep I was very happy you were okay happy right I was very happy because we were playing a very very boring soccer and I think I said this boring soccer is okay with me if we go down the route of a point on the road, three at home. If we do not get three points at home against Vancouver in any way, shape, or form, it doesn't matter. And I think I might have even said, including a bogus penalty, which we got one. Yeah. We'll get into that in a that second. Happened. I'm happy. No one's going to care in October how we got the three points on last Saturday against Vancouver. Your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it's... So, first things first, 
super stoked we got all three points. Like, obviously. And whatever I say next isn't... I don't want it to detract from that. Um, at home, against Vancouver, winning in the way in which we won has me a little worried slash uncomfortable. You know, like, I recognize that, you know, RSL right now isn't a finished product, and, you know, Plata's on the bench, and Sam Johnson isn't starting, and there's all kinds of, like, the team we're seeing now and the team we'll see six or uh, three, four, five, six months from now, vastly different products, obviously. That being said, it was Vancouver at home, and I don't know if Farcel Nation is following the Vancouver offseason too closely, but dudes basically all got rid of all their best players and started over, and you know there was kind of like a running joke that it's they're one of the new franchise teams, basically. Right. Like it, was like, it was like a bunch of dudes who'd never played together before, all new to the team. <coughs> What's the num- number four di- guy? Oh, the South Korean dude? Yeah. Yeah, he's fire. Whew. Yeah. Yeah. My God. Dude's the truth. But obviously, even watching him, you could tell, like, not quite there on the same page with the rest of his team. Right. Whereas Real Salt Lake, let's be honest, brought in, like, two new guys. Mm-hmm. One of them who's a starter. The other one came in, like, you know, later in the game. Right. So, I don't know. At home, I would have liked to see a bit more just dominance and, and like, punishing. We should have punished Vancouver a lot lot more than we did. Right. It, it, it comes back to finishing. I get what you're saying. You're looking for sexy. No, 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 no. Here's, here's my fundamental problem. Vancouver, by Western Conference, no disrespect to Vancouver, I'm just here to speak my truth, my right. reality, by Western Conference standards is going to be one of the weaker teams. Fact. It Right now, until they figure out their stuff, I understand that MLS is what it is and there's all kinds of crazy things that happen throughout the season. Right. Vancouver is supposed to be an easy win. Yeah. I feel like especially... So the first half ourselves awesome. I think in that second half, an LAFC, a Colorado even, um, a, a, a San Jose, an LA Galaxy punish us. Big time. That's, my, that's all I'm saying. I get what you're saying. Here's what I'm saying. I've been part of, we've been part of, seasons where we played super sexy soccer mm-hmm. and then drop points here, drop points there. Right. I mean, you could argue that we were the better team in both of our two, first two games. We were better against Houston. Mm, Houston was kind of a... Was, was... We were better. You're remembering moments. They had moments. Vancouver had moments. Right. I think overall, if soccer was gymnastics and it was just a matter of style and someone watching from the side and giving it a score for who performed better, mm-hmm. I think we dominated that game. The Vancouver game. Yes. I agree. And I think we were better than Houston. Than yes. Houston. That's fair. There's not much more you need to say about that. It does but, not but, matter. But, but Real, Real Madrid wins one. Well, okay, bad example. Barcelona wins three two one zero against opponents whom we think they're supposed to dominate. Sure. And it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, in October, nobody is going to remember how we played against Vancouver at home. Sure, that that's fair. And and I'm not saying that to like. What's up, Barcelona? Sorry about that. Technical issues. New mic. 
Let's call it technical issues, yes. Yeah. Or people getting phone calls in the middle of a... So what I was saying is that it doesn't matter how we played in October. I mean, in October, no one's going to care how we played in March against the Vancouver's and Houston's of the world. And you were saying? Yeah, I was very smartly, if I may add. Uh, oh, yeah. Re, re, uh, rebuttling that. And and it's I'm not saying that I care how we go about playing. I'm saying that we don't get all three points against a side that punishes those mistakes. Like that's the key difference here. It, it it's if if gritty one zero wins is how it needs to happen. I'm cool with that. I just don't think we're capable of that kind of performance against much more powerful Western Conference. Let's get into the performance real quick. Forget right. the performance itself. We there are some players we need to talk about. Correct. There's also a penalty kick we need to talk about. There is. If that penalty is called against us. You and I are sitting here screaming into this brand new beautiful looking microphone which we can't figure out because it has too many settings about how we got screwed. Yes? Yeah, that's that's apt. Do you agree with me? Well, with logic uh-huh. that that's a bogus penalty kick that they should have probably reviewed. Yeah. And had they reviewed it proper, mm-hmm. I mean, they reviewed it, they review everything, supposed to review everything, that wouldn't have stood. Yeah, it, it's, I think, so to be clear, the contact was way after Baird was already going down. Way after. He, you know, The pulled. contact did not cause him to go down. Correct. That being said, as a fan of Real Salt, okay, to 100% honesty, total transparency, situations reversed, I'm screaming bloody murder. Like, mm-hmm. I'm on Twitter going, fire pro, fire VAR, yeah. Vancouver's a bunch of cheats, yada, 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 yada. Build a wall with Canada. That being said, that was a veteran player from Corey Baird. Right. I was I was impressed that he had that in him. He, he sensed, you know, a defender trailing, who, and the defender absolutely lunged, like, like, Fundamentally, the 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 opportunity for the ref to make the call was there. You can't yes. deny that. And I'm not trying to make an excuse here or defend Corey Baird. Do what I have called a PK, seeing it the way I'd seen it. Absolutely not, especially not via like a review. Right. Am I glad that it happened? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like you know, it, it, it's. I, I I think as a fan. There's a certain level of like intellectual honesty we have to have with one another. Yes. Glad glad we benefited from that. Look, we're going to call them the way we see them. I'm sure there will be others. There will be more than enough calls this year that will make up for this call. Right. If history is any witness. Sure. But we, we have to call it out. But And as a fan of the league, I'm also, you know... It, that was it's not a con- penalty. It's, I'm conflicted because you want it to be the right call and you want it... Because we benefited today... We're going to get punished tomorrow. Yeah. You know, it, it went for our favor. It's going to go against us down the line. Yeah. And that's just the nature of the beast. I get that. But there's also a part of me that's like, come on, pro. What are we doing here? You know, let's 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 get it right. If you're going to do it, do it right. I mean, if you're going right. to stop the game, you might as well. Those are the kinds of plays. Again, love that it happened. Sure. I think we deserve to win anyways. But again, we're not going off style points here. Right. They that's not that should not and have I, been a penalty. And I think that's the part that bothers me about this win. It's I'm going I agree. I think RSL was the better team. 
but I'm looking at the product on the field, and I can't in good faith say we deserve all three points. We, we can't. I, Vancouver yeah. had shots on goal. If it wasn't for a few good uh, Romando saves, we'd be we'd be sharing points. I think we deserve all three points. We don't deserve that penalty. But I, 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 let's, I just let's, don't see it then. Who, let's make who a, finished? Let's make a quick correction. Um, post-game quickie, uh-huh. we, met, we said that Plata not playing means Plata to Mexico. Right. Turns not out he was injured. Dude's hurt. So, uh, big thanks to uh, Merle, Merle, who pointed it out in our questions. Yes, sir. Um, sorry, but you probably butchered the name. You know what? Let's just blame the mic. I probably said it correctly, but the mic butchered the name. There it is. There you go. Tech so issues. She's absolutely uh, correct. Mm-hmm. Um, it turns out Plata um, was injured all week, which leads me to a whole whole host of other issues which we will not get too deep into but that's the whole fact that we don't have enough news outlets for major league soccer teams specifically in this case rsl why was it not all over every news station that joao plata one of our top most important players is injured and might not play i mean i'm a huge utah jazz fan been so since the mid 90s I know that Exum might play tonight. Right. You know? I know... You know who is coming in two weeks from now from the injury list. We need to kind of make these more clear. We just assumed that he's in the doghouse. Honestly, there were probably reports we didn't listen to. Sure. But it turns out Plata is not in the doghouse. Well, we don't know that. But the reason he didn't play this Saturday had nothing to do with the doghouse. It had to do with the fact that he was injured and not physically fit to sure. play the game this Saturday. So thank you for correcting that. Um, there was one other question, if if we may, because this can segment us into the atmosphere in the stadium. Yes, sir. There was a question uh, asked by uh, David Mace on the page. Mm-hmm. Uh, the question reads, Will the supporters uh, group keep doing the red and white smoke? I really enjoyed that a lot more than the silly gong i like the gong Gong's first great. of all yeah i like the gong, gong. Uh, thank you very much for uh, to nick nick answered um, yeah it's planned to be uh present from now on along with the co2 blasts and he had a gong got 86th yes finally for those of you who do not watch culinary shows 86th means taken off the menu so there's that Let's get into the atmosphere. It was magic. Oh, my God. It was magic. Magic. Pure magic. I would argue that, sure, the player of the match, in my opinion, uh, well, at least in my opinion, um, was Everton. Yeah. Maybe Herrera. Maybe Herrera. Probably. Oh, that yeah. takes a lot for you to say. Let's, so we won't cover the, the, the players yet. But, my God, that atmosphere... I told you I wasn't very excited about this season. Mm-hmm. I made no mis- no there was no secret about it. I mentioned it in all of our off-season podcasts. We didn't do anything big, right? We're going into it with the same lineups, more or less. A couple of right. players here, a couple of players there. I think the most positively surprising thing for me was the atmosphere. 
the riot, the new collection yeah, yeah. of I forget the unified who, banner, the unified yeah. But the okay, so that was awesome. Um, the atmosphere, sure. Look, it can improve. We sit in a section, and I'll let you talk about that. Uh-huh. That didn't really line up with that group, right? Right. But I thought the support, the new, you know, here's what what kind of uh, irks me the wrong way. Is that a phrase? That's a sure. phrase now. You could just say irks me. Is when they say when we're saying that there's a new tradition of planting the flag. Uh-huh. That's the original. It doesn't get more original than that. Yeah, I was in Rice Eccles Stadium when Brian scored that goal against Colorado. Was it? Yeah. Okay. And ran over to the to the corner and, and, and planted the flag. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's... I'll let you talk about the atmosphere a bit. It was fire. It was really, really, really good, obviously. Um, I, I think... You know, it, it's it's gonna get better over time. It is, you know, it's the first game for everyone, including the fans, or the first home game, I should say, including the fans. Um, my my friends in Section Thirty Five, I've been a proud Section Thirty Five ticket holder for years, for years now. Don't plan on changing anytime soon. Nope. We got to get on board. Yeah. It's you know historic. Like I remember last year looking over at the South stands and going, man, those guys are just. You know, you got you got uh, Barreal just banging away on that giant drum of theirs. Right. You got three different supporters groups underneath them doing three different chants. I was like, this it doesn't get any more disjointed than that. Right. Um, this year, look over, it's a freaking party. I I have never ever wanted to sit anywhere else in the stadium other than Section Thirty Five. It's beautiful. And for the first time in my RSL fan career whatever you want to call it fandom I was like man it'd be really cool to be in that section yes I'm not going to do that because I like seeing the game for both halves yeah That's neither here nor there we also but I'm paid. looking around at section 35 and it's like we're way off we, yeah we, we're doing believe at the wrong tempo we yeah. gotta get that right that's that's day one stuff so I I feel like and, and I think that's why I like 35 it's kind of a loose you know it's a loose grouping of folks at this point, more than like an actual supporters group. But we got to get some kind of leadership on board, you know, signal wise from the South Stand, because right now we're the odd man out. We're, uh, so you and I mm-hmm. are not in the business of organizing supporters. No, it's we a tough are... business to be in, and we recognize that. Yeah, I'm not trying to do anyone's job or tell them how to do their job. We're I'm objective prepared. and quasi-objective. Pretty subjective, actually. Observers. Yeah. Supporters, obviously, that have just refused to join a club. <laughs> and that's, <laughs> that's, there's nothing wrong with that. I think the majority of people who go to the games are in our shoes. Yeah. Right? Um, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't point it out. Love 35. Been there for years. We moved up, what, same seats? Is that the third year in a row now? Second Something year like that, row, yeah. Literally the same seats. But it's been years we've been moving our way down. Right. Started from the bottom, now we're here. And I love the section. I just, uh, I agree. I, I think let's just align. Yeah, yeah. Let's just align and go with those uh, folks, fine folks over there. Uh, the Riot did an incredible job. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Huge shout out the to TFO, all those people. The, the TFO looked beautiful. TFO looked great. Huge, massive. I, I mean, I, I saw pictures like before the release, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's yeah, pretty big. It didn't dawn on me how, like, it, it encompassed <laughs> the entire South Stand. 
Mm-hmm. It, it was it was amazing. It was amazing, and it was perfect. I was arguing in the post game post match quickie. Mm-hmm. By the way, apparently there's a argument about spelling on the quickie. Some Tomato people potato. thought some people thought we meant a different kind of quickie. Well, that's what I thought you were initially referencing. That like, I was. Like I didn't Q need... and D, like a quick and dirty. So I'll be honest with you. I didn't even know there were two different types of spelling for that word quickie. <laughs> I, mean, I guess I didn't realize there I did I looked it up since. It's okay. It's fine. It's awesome. Um but what was I saying? Oh, I said in the post game or post match quickie mm-hmm. that that was the second best Tifo we've ever had. I still think it's probably the most second best quality Tifo. The remember remember Tifo was incredible. Just the creativity. It was nowhere near the size right. that this one was. But this one had a much better message. This one had a message of like they won Here's what we did. Right. We're united. Let's do this thing. For sure. And I thought it was incredible. I thought it was awesome. Um, everyone involved with the riot back there. Hats off. Super hats off. Mm-hmm. And the whole plant thing, the, the flag oh, yeah. thing. Um, if we don't move our seats to the south stand, which I don't think we will. Probably I don't, think, I don't think they'll let us. Um I would say we will, uh, whenever it's like 87th minute and mm. it's a one game, I think we're going to head over there. Yeah. I, I want to I see that more up close. I want to be part of that. For sure. That looks it's, like it's fun. A, it's a fantastic new slash old tradition. Yeah. Love it. It's a Yeah, it's a new tradition that's based on literally what happened day one. Well, day, day one at home. Sure. Uh, I'm just... It, it's good to continue to grow and build. And I think at this point, by MLS standards at least, RSL has this like very rich tapestry of history and, and amazing personalities and people and personas. It's really cool to celebrate that. Right. And, and this just feels a step in the right direction. That being said, the goal gong being gone kind of hurts a little, not going to lie. Yeah. Uh, and I think the reason it was gone... You know, not trying to rag on anybody here, but the goal gongers, the the people hitting the thing, kind of phoning it in the last year. Right. You, know, you gotta you gotta whack the thing. You're not gonna break it. Yeah. Um, that being said, the smoke is a sweet touch. The the you know the planting the flags a sweet touch and more yeah. tifos. You know. Yeah. The the whole goal gong thing. There was too much responsibility in one person's hand. Yeah. And the rhythm wasn't there, and they did it at the wrong time. There was just too much happening. I take, don't get me wrong, uh, you know, bring it back. Mm-hmm. Like the gong. Never love mind the gong. you the gong. I love the gong. Uh, but, man, the, 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 the smoke, the blast. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Did Seattle do it before us? Whatever. Doesn't matter. I think do fire it's a good, different. I do think South Stand needs a roof. I've been saying this for a while. Mm-hmm. You have. The roof is what's been saying. Or if you're going to build a roof on the north end, Move them to the north end. Doesn't matter. I think it needs a roof. All right, let's keep going because otherwise we're gonna go on for ninety minutes here. Hey, nothing wrong with with telling people. So section thirty five needs to get on board. Um, covered it. Covered it. it. Now let's get into a couple of just a couple of performances. In my mind, Everton and or Herrera are the players of that match. There's no third right for me on the actual field. I think Everton over Herrera, but it's close. Did, am I missing anyone? Am I am I 
not accounting I mean, for someone's incredible performance. But I think we were a few Nick Romando saves away from, you know, a 1-1 uh, tie. Very likely. Extremely likely. Right. I'm glad that didn't happen. Um, I, I mean, to me, it's it has to be Everton. That being said, I'm glad Kyle got to plant the flag first. Yeah, of course. That, that, that makes Totally sense. different, yeah. Um, yeah, to me, Everton's the MVP. It's, you know... I think the dude is going to be getting reds soon. Um, yeah. But also the ability to, you know, physically impose upon the other team while still staying on the field is a skill. Like, like as messed up as that sounds, the ability to foul and not get a red is a skill. Yeah. And if it's a skill he has, I say it's, a, it's one we use. Seems like he knows what he's doing. He knows where the line is. And also... I'm super... Okay, so whenever Kyle Beckerman gets a yellow card, mm-hmm. which he has gotten a lot of over the years, pretty sure he's got the record in the MLS. You are correct. I get super nervous. Because I think I love Kyle, but Kyle loses his cool real quick. For sure. Right? And I'm like, ah, crap, here we go. Kyle got a yellow. Chances of Kyle finishing the game, even though you know in game one he got a yellow early, still finished the game. Um, pretty slim because he's gonna talk back to the ref or something. Right. This Whereas sense. Everton is got he had a yellow in each of the first two games, I believe. Mm-hmm. One away, one at home. And but I at least in the second one, I was never worried he was getting a red. He seems too polite. I mean, at least to the refs. So super professional. Hmm. He kills him. I don't want to say with kindness. He kills him, and then he's kind. And I think there's something to be said about that. Uh, Herrera, you are a huge fan of Herrera. Okay, so you're yes. being sarcastic, obviously. And it's not that I'm not a fan of Herrera. I like, I, I think he's a good player. I think he has a lot of skill and a lot of technical ability. And when I'm wrong, I'll go ahead and admit, he, yeah. his left foot has gotten better. I have, I he, he's completed some plays. With According his left. to you, he didn't have a left. He foot. didn't. He, he, he was had, out there on crutches. He had no left foot all of last season. Right. And even the last game, his left foot, some errant passes that did not make it to their destination. Yeah. That that's a fact. That being said, I am very glad that he's the starting left back over Toya. Um, you know, hope it lasts. Herrera had a phenomenal game. I was wrong. Uh, you heard, you know, I got no problem admitting that. He His left foot still needs a little work, in my opinion. Yeah. I still think it's going to cost us, you know, goals down the line. You're still not a fan of his, is what you're saying. I'm not a fan of his at left back. And yes. that's a very important qualifier. Well, where opinion. else would you play him? Well, right. He's a, he's, he prefers the right side. You would play him over... No, of course I wouldn't. Okay, so you wouldn't play him, is what you're saying. I would play our... I. Well, I think our best left back is currently in Orlando, and I think well. we've seen the last of him. And I get it. There's all kinds of you know stories floating around about Danny and his time here, and you know just some maturity off the field that I think he had to go and get. Right. Pure talent wise, dude was the. Left that doesn't back. matter. He's not available to us this year. So exactly. Who else? You're saying you wouldn't play no. Herrera on the left despite his two performances this season. No, 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 I'd play him, but it's a lack of options. It, it, it's He's not, I think, a starting caliber left back through the whole season. I think at some point he's going to cost us a game because he can't clear with his left foot effectively. 
That being said, the dude's gotten way better year over year. And that's, Man. I gotta admit that. That's a fact. Okay. Yeah. That's about as good as we'll get from you, I think. Yes. That... Let's get to Johnson. Let's. Played what, 30 minutes? What time do you, what, when do you think he entered the field? 68th. All right. You're way better than I am. He entered the, the field in the 65th minute. Yeah. I sounds thought, about right. What, I what, what do you he, think? I honestly thought that uh, he was out there for 10 minutes. Max. It is he was the, out there it, for 20. Is the huh. feeling I got. Ah. Huh. It, it's the, when I saw that 65 next to the Sam Johnson, Corey Baird switch, I was kind of, I don't know. I'm, I don't want to say I'm worried yet. I think the dude still needs some time. But I don't think he's the big impact, DP, huge money signing that I think a lot of RSL fans are expecting. But he wasn't a big impact, huge money signing. He's, he's essentially a TAM. You know? Yeah. Yeah, on a DP. Yeah. And, and we'll probably buy him down sometime either this year or next year. Okay, so you're getting a little too technical for me. So okay. I don't know what the hell any of that means. Yes, Shh. I know what DP means. Yes. Right, right. So we can buy him down. Yeah, but that's, that, that's beyond the point. All right. He was good. He wasn't great. I think having to work with what he had to work with, he was as good, if not better, than I expected him to be. My personal opinion. Mm -hmm. I've been saying this since the preseason when I saw him in Hawaii. He didn't score a goal. His movement, his crispness. Remember when Zlatan played here for the first time? We whooped him good. Yep. Like 6-1, wasn't it? 6-2, something like that. He didn't score. But I was saying he's got that crispness. You can see why he's better than other players. He gets to the ball first. He's got... When he gets the ball, he's got that, uh, shall we call it, the je ne sais quoi. Right. Where he's just crisp with his movements. You can see he is dangerous. That's what I'm seeing from him. I'm not, I don't care if he scores goals yet. He hasn't started a single game for us. Um, I think you asked me this in the post-match quickie. How many games does he have to play before I start getting worried? Yep. If he doesn't score a goal. And I think four or five Okay. I meant full games. Right. Because I really think that the, the, these number nines are special breed. You've made that point, I think. I've made that multiple times, yes. It's a special breed of people. I've known a lot of them throughout my years. I played it for a while, not well, so I was not a special breed. But High it's a special level. it's a special breed. Right, it's a special breed, and you, it's it's a matter of confidence creates confidence. This is why I actually said multiple times last year that we will never get a high performing, highly sought after number nine in Rio Tinto. I mean, playing for Real Salt Lake, because that just does not jive with Mike Petke's style. Mike Petke doesn't strike me like a dude who's gonna cater. To the kind of, eh, what should we call it? Babysitting? I don't think it's baby. I, I think there's a certain ego that e comes with strikers. Ego boosting, uh, yeah, um, approaches that a number nine needs. So, I think Sam Johnson has shown us more than enough. Um, actually, more than I expected. Let's just say it this way. 
what's his name the the, the guy that went back to Spain Ortuño Ortuño he's shown us in his what 20 minutes Saturday and 25 minutes on Saturday and like what 10 minutes the right. week before sure I think more than Ortuño showed us all year okay. yeah yeah so I am actually I'm high on Sam Johnson sure I think he needs to start and I'm gonna say it right now he needs to start over the mere cry like at number nine because we just need a killer up there and I think he could be that killer and I think he might get that starting position as soon as next week the, DC. the fact that Mike is bringing him in that early mm. tells me that he hasn't pissed him off yet right <laughs> right that's key yeah that is a thing so I really think he might because I, I he, he's a way smarter soccer person than I am Unless I'm missing something, maybe he's got an injury still lurking. Maybe uh, his uh, conditioning isn't quite right yet. Sure. Unless I'm missing something like that, I see. I say there's no reason why he shouldn't be starting. And here's another prediction for you: Sam Johnson is gonna be our leading goal scorer this year. I mean, by like a mile. Okay, define a mile, because I think the expectation. I think be he will are- be he will be our only player in double figures this year. Okay, but I I think that, and and maybe this is. I think like he'll that's, be that's taking penalties in about six or seven weeks. Yeah, I mean he's he's our DP striker. He should be taking penalties no, until but you have he's a re- not, until he gives okay. you a reason not, not to. Not all DP strikers are created the same. There's the Zlatan Ibrahimovic is a DP striker. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, Josie Altador is a DP striker. Yeah. Sam Johnson is not on that level. When you say DP striker, it, sure, it, it but, comes but with a certain it, weight. He's occupying that slot. That and I get that we can buy him down, and I get all of that. But he he is the striker you bought you brought into the off season to to fix a need. Any other team in the league that carries a lot of weight. No, it carries a lot of weight. No, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't because we have a coach. Whom I love, mm-hmm. but who literally just got rid of two way more highly paid DP strikers. Right, right. And I'm not saying that because you are a DP striker, you are infallible. I'm saying you need to be infallible because you are occupying that slot for us. Yeah. I, 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 it, it, it's the expectation is higher of him than. So let me follow through with this. The, the college kids. The mere cry like. Okay, we already agree. Beckerman, Everton, awesome yeah, pairing definitely. in defensive midfield. Mm-hmm. I think it sounds like we agree that Sam Johnson should be starting at number I mean, nine. Yes, the expectation is there. Okay. I expect him to start. Two weeks ago, you and I sat at this very desk yeah. talking to into a significantly lesser microphone. I mean, I think it's the same brand. Just that probably sounds the same. That's, that's not the point. And we agreed. We don't agree on a lot. We don't. We agree on victory burritos. Keep it classy. Right? We agree on the ingredients of the victory. We can't I'm not we cannot even agree on like the hot sauce that goes with it. I mm. like mine spicier. I don't think that's true. It is. Let's agree to disagree. The green sauce is hotter than the red sauce. I don't think that's true. It's hundred percent accurate. We'll test it. Beyond the point. Tune in next week and find out which one's hotter, our cell nation. Well, the week after. I'm on, well, actually, I'll be back by Tuesday. Beyond the point. So, we did agree a couple of weeks ago that the number one option on our cell, it doesn't matter what lineup you're playing. It doesn't matter whom else you're playing. 
the person you have to play over anybody else, and I think we included legends like Kyle Beckerman. Albert Ruschnick. Albert Ruschnick. Not a legend, but very important player. Nick Romando. Mm -hmm. The number one person you have to start is Demir Krylock. Yeah. So, if we're saying we have a really good midfield pairing Mm -hmm. with Everton and Kyle Beckerman, Gotta start those guys. Right. And if we're saying, if I'm at least saying, I think you kind of agree with me, that Sam Johnson should get a shot at a full 90 up front at number nine. Yes. Are we benching the Mia Krylock? I don't think so. Not from what I've seen. From what's happening. What from what I've seen, we pull out our left, you know, striker, uh, Plata or Bofo or Baird. We, we've slotted in Rushnak there, and we've played the mirror at the point of the attack as kind of that Albert Rushnak attacking midfielder role. Don't mind it for Albert Rushnak because he is a phenomenal attacking midfielder. Uh, or, sorry, don't mind it for Demir because he's a phenomenal attacking midfielder. Yeah, he can play that Rushnak role easy, huh? Rushnak, who I think currently might be our best technical player, yeah. disappears on our mm. left side for us. He does it super well for his national team. He creates a lot of opportunities and chances there for Real Salt Lake. And we've seen it, I want to say, like roughly 20 to 30 minutes uh, over uh, each of the two games. He disappears. He just vanishes on that left side, um, which I don't love. He, you know, He's our best player. You would think that you know, yeah. more of the ball should go through him. Maybe he just hasn't figured it out yet. It takes some getting used to. I I don't think Petke is prepared to start a starting 11 that doesn't have the mirror. I, agree. I think he puts him at the attacking midfield and Rushnak plays on the left on side. The, on the left side. Or he plays on the right side, you put Severino on the left, but I think Severino sure. is better equipped. They I mean they you see yeah, them switch. They, they, they switch, all they switch the time quite a bit. Um, That's a really good option. So you're still leaving Baird and Bofo on the bench. Sure. That being said, it's a really good option if Rushnak starts producing. Currently I don't I Hate it. You have to start Rushnak. Right, right. I, I, I agree. I, I would almost like to see Rushnak finish a game at the attacking midfield, and just to see what happens if you were to pull Demir out. He scored both of our goals this year, didn't he? Rushnak. Yeah. Uh, he scored the PK and he scored in Houston. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. Makes sense. All right. So we'll so, see. It sounds like we agree. So there is a way to start Johnson without benching Demir. There is. Not my ideal right now. Yeah. Could change this time tomorrow. I do think Demir should keep starting, and I do believe Johnson needs to start and stick at a starting position for a while. Did we cover all the players? Are we missing anybody? Any other outstanding performances? Because here's what I'll tell you before we get to if you want to get to any players. I love the boring style of soccer we're playing. <clears throat> this time of year, boring mm-hmm. is good. Sure. I watched LAFC play this weekend. They won. I think 4-1 or something. Yeah, they won by a lot. But Yeah, 4-1. I, I would honestly, I prefer where we are right now than if we had beaten either of those two teams by like three or four goals. Just, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I'm, not, I'm, not try, I'm not trying to be the old man here. Okay. Right. But I've been around for long enough to know that whenever I see those things, I'm like, ah, these are outliers. Okay. It's not a accurate description or 
uh, interpretation or showing of what the team actually is. Because you get those crazy games once in a while, sure. I loved the approach. I thought the defense looked really solid, which is something I haven't said about an RSL team in a long, long time. I loved Herrera, I think, is performing out of his mind. Arguably, between game one and two, the best player combined. He was neck and neck for player of the year, in my opinion, in game one. For the match. And, I mean, yeah, player of the match. And neck and neck, neck to neck, uh, for player of the match in the second game. I agree. He's the only common denominator between the two. I mean, Lewis, I mean, Everton was also very good in the first right. game, but he wasn't like player of the match uh, caliber. I got to disagree with you. <clears throat> Let me finish real quick. All right. So, love the left. The right, I really like the fact that I love Tony for Who years. Doesn't? And I love the fact that Petke is not ignoring the fact that Lennon did an incredible job out there last year. And just because Tony is back, he's he's you know he's throwing him to the to the side and and starting Tony. I think it's incredible that we have Tony that can still come off the bench. We haven't really seen our bench perform yet, so we do have a good bench. I love I love the slow kind of grinded out style because that carries, as as they keep saying in basketball. Uh, defense wins championships. I think it's a similar thing in soccer. I think our defense is solid. Uh, oh, side note. Uh, speaking of defense, I saw uh, the post-game interview with Nedham mm-hmm. uh, a couple, yesterday, I think I saw it. <clears throat> he needs to give all of our interviews. Just that dude is a... the most well-spoken, professional, <laughs> at least RSL soccer player I have ever seen in my life. He's got the perfect combination of, I'll tell you everything at the risk of telling you too much, but I won't tell you too much. And he stops just short, and you feel like you know everything you need to know about the team. And the fact that he has that smooth English accent on top <laughs> of it is just a nice there bonus. Is that. Just a nice bonus. Um, I, I, I hear what you're saying, and I'm a little more... Worried. I don't think the defense is going to last. I, I, I don't think that the style of play that we all saw like exhibited against Vancouver is going to be effective against some better teams. I, I see. That's that's the whole thing. I completely disagree. If we had beat Houston, well, actually Houston just won last week or this weekend, two one, I think. But if he had beaten, you know. Uh, what we had, cons- what we would consider not a good Houston team, because historically it's not a good team. And if he had beaten the Vancouver team that you just said earlier, is not going to be a playoff contender this year in the West. Mm-hmm. And if he had beat them handily, I would be more, you know, I wouldn't be worried, but I would say, all right, these don't mean anything. It's just like LAFC beating Portland four-one. Does that mean LAFC is four times better than Portland? No. They had a good day. It's a moment in time. I feel like the, the 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 performances we have had so far this year can be carried over against any team in the league I've seen so far, especially next week as we travel to DC. Let's talk about that for a second. It's the Rooney team. So they beat week one at home. They beat Atlanta. They did. 
2-0, I think it was. I think it was 2-0. Yeah, something like that, I think. And that was, I thought, incredible. 2-0, yep. Yeah. Then Atlanta goes home and plays Cincinnati 1-1. Now, don't get me wrong. I think Atlanta outplayed Cincinnati, but it was still 1-1 yep. at home. Results matter. And then DC goes to NYCFC, I think. Yep. To the Diamond. That thing's an abomination. That's not even... Oh, yeah, it's an abomination. The richest team in the league. Well, not really, but... It's a combination of the, the New York Yankees... And Man City. No, not Man City. The Sheik that owns Man the City. The Kingdom of Saudi Arabia or something like that. Yeah, I think it's like the Emirates. Yeah. All I'm, the right, ownership of that team is literally worth more than like 99% of countries in this world. I get that. And they can't get a stadium. Hey, man, they're not playing. They're not playing in New Jersey. That's all they care about. They should be playing in New Jersey because I've been to that Jersey stadium. It's nice. It's awesome. I think it's one of the nicest stadiums in the league. I think it was last year or the year before that the Yankees kicked out NYCFC because they needed the, to play baseball in the baseball diamond. Yeah. Uh, instead of going across the the river or whatever to they went to like they went to Connecticut North Connecticut yeah they yeah. went to a different I was state say North Carolina yeah that's insane yeah that's insane beyond the point let's get back to DC real quick because I think we're running like long here so all right okay <clears throat> if anyone's listening I it, we know for a fact that people still <clears throat> yeah how about this the first person that lets us know they're still listening one way shape or form send them a scarf. We'll put him in the same batch with... Um, yeah, Tim. Tim. So, I don't know how. I am us or something. Come in on the... Uh, yeah. First, it's, first we're literally north of an hour page. in. The first yeah. person To say the that they heard yes. us saying no one's listening at this point. Yes. Okay. All right. So, where were we? DC. DC. Next week, DC, Rooney. Rooney, loved the guy for a long time. Mm-hmm. I wish the game was here. Well, actually, no, I don't because I'm out of town. Uh, and so are you. So I'm kind of glad the game's not here. Right. Um, dude's incredible. Always loved him. I never understood why he got the hair extensions or plugs. Plugs. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as a fellow bold dude, or I guess he's not, but he could have been. At one time. Never understood why he did this. So beyond the point. Loved the guy forever. And I hate Manchester United, personally. Yes. And actually, okay. Hate's the wrong word. I don't have enough emotion to say hate, but I've never liked Manchester United, so it's not They're a the Manchester Lakers United of thing. The EPL. They were, they are actually. That's very good. That's a very good comparison. So, I thought he was probably. I'm not sure if he won any awards, but best newcomer last year at the very least. Oh, he turned that DC team completely, around. Total completely, total one eighty. Completely turned him around, single-handedly, and he has done well so far this year, from what I've seen. Mm, yeah. Um. I think this, again, so the reason we talked about the baseball stadium is because DC played at the baseball stadium this weekend. NYCFC. Yeah. Um, so they got, what, four points out of two games so far. Then yeah. Atlanta. I was really impressed and a little scared when they beat Atlanta at home. But then Atlanta tied Cincinnati at home. So it was like, oh, maybe they're not as good as we thought. Right. <clears throat> I'm feeling good about I mean, we get a point in DC. I'm feeling so good. Oh, a point in DC is huge. Yeah. Huge. I don't think it's going to happen for its worth. I think RSL gets their first loss of the season. Um, I'm not trying to be negative. I just think that's the reality of it. Uh, primarily because DC at home is just a powerhouse. 
but also because DC has the type of roster that just gets it done. They got the new stadium, right? They got the new stadium. I want to go to last that stadium. Year. But so not only do they have Rooney, they have Acosta and Ariola, just do, just dominant players. Um, yeah, I'm most scared of Acosta. Actually. Yeah, yeah. It, it's I think he, you know, I, I think he plays off of Rooney extremely well from what I've yeah. seen. I can't say I've seen a ton of DC United games. Yeah. Um, I think NYCFC was very lucky to keep DC United at zero. Yeah. I think it was individual goalies, just you know, it was Johnson and Hamid just standing on their heads. Yeah. I I hope RSL proves me wrong, but I I just don't see it against DC. Hmm. I I think I think DC United is one of the best teams in the East this year. See, I think the what you said earlier <clears throat> that they are performing in a way that you don't think will carry well against good teams I completely disagree and I think this weekend is going to prove my point the the solid defense we have never had a guy like Netum back there ever I, I mean even Olave I, Olave first go around was pretty special no he was better I think Olave was a better player than Netum Okay, because he Molave was a freak of nature. Yeah, just a a, a human specimen. Yeah, um, we also had Borcher. Fantastic, fantastic player. We have never had the type of caliber of dude back there that Netum is. The the combination of the experience of the European leagues, mm-hmm. including being captain of English leagues for years. And playing that style of soccer back there. Um, I just don't think... I, I think there were better players. I was more passionate about Borcher. Or Borchers. Because uh, he was just a passionate dude. You know, he would jump into the crowd after the game. And everyone loved him. I thought the year that um, Olave won defensor, Defensive Player of the Year. I mean... Uh, Doesn't get much better than that. Yeah. He could have literally... Like, the dude could have played any sport that year and, and done well you know uh, just like you said the perfect like human being you can't right. if you construct an athlete you construct him like um, Olave but I will take Netum at least from what I've seen so far including the interviews and you know don't get me wrong I'm an accented individual I might have been swayed by the British accent. <laughs> it's just so nice. But it is it's it's so, so smooth. smooth. It just, just explains everything I so just, clearly. I want to like, take it and spread it like butter <laughs> on my toast. You're like, I don't agree with that. Then he says it and you're like, well, suddenly I completely agree with that and I'm going to like create a t-shirt that supports that standpoint. I think Nedim back there, I was never high on Silva, but I think he serves a purpose. Um, I think Netum with Silva and the two young backs and the way our defensive midfield is playing, I feel more solid than I've ever felt before. And everything that happens in front of him, starting with Rushniak and whoever plays left, middle, and right, we're assuming Savarino and two other people right? <laughs> at this point. Probably Baird. Yeah, probably Baird. Um is bonus so that's why I like our chances in away games I think the defense is going to hold back it's going to hold solid um, and we get we walk away with a point I'm predicting we keep tracking these right I'm predicting a, a, a 2-2 wow 2-2 I'm going to go ahead and say 1-0 DC United okay. as much as it kills me to say that out loud um, 
It is what it is. It is what it is. I think one last thing that we would, you know, kick ourselves for not mentioning. Yeah. Benny. Oh. Oh, Benny boy, fail harder, fail harder. <sighs> we had a little, uh, what you might call it, a little um, disagreement on the Twitter. So, I think for a while there, I honestly just thought the whole Benny ragging on Real Salt Lake was like an SKC RSL thing. Yeah. Nope. I think Benny genuinely hates the state of Utah. Yeah. Like, especially the city of Salt Lake. Like, 100%. He is not about it. Yeah. So Benny sees Baird, you know, draw the bogus, bogus PK. We all, we all, let's call it what it is. Bogus. And, and you know, he'll, I forget his exact wording, but he, he essentially calls it, you know, bogus and, and that there was no contact until Baird draws, you know, yeah. pulls the leg. And I can't help but just mm. get enraged. Yeah. Like, the dude who made a career diving and drawing fouls like that yep is all of a sudden criticizing people for doing the exact same thing better like like it just blew my mind it, it it's the definition of the pot calling the kettle black oh it's it's offensive it's borderline obscene in this case the pot is an asshole <laughs> there's that there is that um that being said it also made me think that, you know, up until two years ago, there was serious rumors of Benny going to Israel and, you know, playing the, in the Israeli league. Mm-hmm. And I was genuinely a little sad because... Oh, yeah. Keep him. Because the... And not because, like, all of a sudden he's gotten worse and he plays for our, like, biggest rival now or, you know, geographically yeah, speaking, yeah. our biggest rival. Well, Israeli league is not bad. It's our... Our good guys can only be the good guys if they have an equal and opposite bad guy. And Benny has been an absolute pleasure of a bad guy. Yeah. He's like he's like Kobe Bryant. Like as a jazz fan, I loved hating Kobe Bryant. Not skill wise, not talent wise, not output wise. But Benny is my Kobe for the MLS. He he's a dude that no matter what team he's on he could sign for Real Salt Lake and I would hate him still. I genuinely dislike Benny and I would be sad if he didn't play in the MLS. And I'm going to re- I'm going to be a little sad the day he retires, which is you know, if we're going to be on a sooner rather than later. He's a total jerk, total ass. Well, one of the, the world's biggest hypocrites. There is okay, so a couple of things. There's a but major problem with your definition of Benny with Kobe. I hated Kobe, always, as a jazz fan, but I respected Kobe. I have no respect for Benny Fehlhaber. This is not a fun, like, hey, uh, you know, fun little back and forth. I hope Benny never has another good game for the rest of his life. <laughs> that's fair. That, I mean, that's it. I didn't mind. I, I When I watched Kobe... In basketball, I watched greatness. Right. Like I never liked LeBron, but if there's a LeBron James game on on the television, I'll tune in because someday I'll be telling kids, "Oh, you don't kids! I remember watching LeBron James as he was playing on the television." Right. I'm never gonna be telling anyone I watched Benny fail harder 
play. Like, he's just an asshole. I have no respect for Benny at all. No, don't get me wrong. I want him in the league, too. I, I think for different reasons. I, I, yeah, completely yeah. different reasons. I want him in the league because I want to see him fail. And I want to see him fail hard. There it is. And that's all there is. Benny is an asshole. Never liked him. Um, I will never forget 2013. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, that asshole. Like, Benny ever calling like an incorrect ref's call on RSL? Is the equivalence of like Germany calling like a genocide on someone? Yeah, dark. Uh, yeah, I get I what you're, little, I I get what you're trying to go or, for. Like, Microsoft ever accusing people of trapping customers because they initially gave them free software. Is that lighter? That's lighter. That's a little better. Yeah, might get lost on a few people. Yeah. The non-techies. One of those two people are going to get. All right. Yes. The Nazis or the Microsoft. Okay. But 2013, the only reason that asshole won a cup in 2013 is because of the most obvious, horrible call in MLS history. Yeah. I forgot his name. Uh, Big old Ariel Collin. The, the bald French yeah. dude. Yeah. yeah. That sits on a yellow. Oh, yeah. He should have been gone commits a foul that should by itself be a red card mm-hmm. doesn't even get a red card right doesn't get a second yellow right doesn't even get a yellow mm-hmm. for it and then ends up equalizing the game and yep. taking us the penalties now still we had a couple of opportunities to win the goddamn game after that but it's not the point it is still the moment of the greatest pass in RSL history uh, Beckerman to Saborio, a no look. He's looking this way, passes it to the right. Saborio, oh my god, it was absolutely tremendous. Well, you were there. We watched it at the yeah, at yeah. the uh, Brewers. Rubies. Yeah, Rubies. Um, Good times, except for the ending. Yeah. So let me not mingle my words and express, you know, excuse my French here. Benny Failharder can go fuck himself. And, there I, it is, folks. and I hope he never gets a shot on goal, yet alone a goddamn goal for the rest of his career. The end. It's two different takes on his uh, on his tweet on Corey Baird. Fuck you, uh, Benny. If by some miracle Benny hears this, uh, you are not welcome in the great state of Utah. Uh, you are why Salt Lake smells bad in the summer. We always thought it was Lake. It turns out it was Benny. It was Benny driving through town. There it is, folks. It's we're an hour and a half in, I think, at this point. Um, there is, we apologize for anyone still listening. Honestly, why? That's a joke. I just All hope there's said. no kids listening because I swore a lot there. You brought up goddamn Benny. Okay. Yeah. No. 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 I. I, I think I, I, most I, RSL fans agree. I don't. Benny's I don't, the worst. I don't want Benny to die because Benny's got a family. Yeah, and we're kids, human, and I want sure. him to be nice. You know, and all that. But I hope Benny never plays another a successful soccer game for the rest of his life whether in the mls or in the high school leagues i mean everything's possible ben simmons was rookie of the year in the second year so anything can happen anything can happen rsl nation we appreciate you tuning in we hope you got something out of this we do it because we love it we do it because we love you have yourself a good night and you will hear from us before the dc united game bye